Welcome to the Press of WXW Review Podcast in English. I'm Ian Hamilton, joined by Mike Kilby and Mike. Guess it's more of a preview podcast again because we're just days away from World Tag Team Festival. But how are you doing? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, doing great. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, days away. The uh, the, so- the suitcase is out of the loft. Um, we're ready to go. Luke. I think I've I think I've got my packing to do and end up getting new suitcase wheels uh, broken mine some some way back from Karis. So, yeah, put it off as long as I could. But yeah, off packing to do, think I'm going, I'm flying on Wednesday. And, yeah, weather looks absolutely awful, at least leaving England. Like yeah. strong winds. So, yeah, if I, you know, my flight's on Wednesday, might not make it Thursday this week. But, um, <laughs> yeah, seeming it's not like, wind, yeah, well, I mean, it's not like, you know, flights out of the UK haven't been cursed. Was it um, Wembley weekend? Folks can get back on Monday. All that uh, good stuff. Yeah, Christ, that seems like an age ago, doesn't it? I mean, for the uh, last, last record would have been for Wembley, but yeah, that seems like a whole uh, lifetime ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the suitcase is out of the bag. Um, sorry, out of the loft now already. And fair enough, I, I did quickly peek in it because obviously I need to get put like a handful of things in there already. And uh, I realised that the last time I had used that suitcase was for a carrot because my gold cummerbund was in there. So. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, at least it's handy, you know where it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, so I mean, we're not going to go too much in depth. There's been three shows since, um, you know, Bram and Hamburg, and literally just dropped this afternoon the ex North Show Newcastle. Um, now, you mean have you seen much of the Bram and Hamburg shows, or is it because I know they dropped like literally days after after Wembley when there was a lot of stuff going on, just. I mean, considering the whole, um, I think every podcast by law's got to talk about CM Punk, so yeah, we've ticked that off. But did you see much of the Bremen Hamburg stuff? Or no, not really. They weren't really. Um, they kind of seemed a bit throwaway for me. Um, the the Oku uh, match I saw from was it Bremen? Uh, I saw that yep. one. Uh, that was good. Um, but unfortunately, it's one of these things. <laughs> the the, t- the timings for some of these are a little bit uh, precious at the moment. Yeah, I mean. I'd say out for, out for two shows, Oku, Lawrence Roman from Bremen. I mean, I know they put that on first in Bremen because you know, obviously it was the Rev Pro Copper Box show the next day. And I think Oku just about made it. It was like meet and greets on the Saturday afternoon. Just about made it to O's in, well, same time, a little bit late. Um, from the Hamburg show to Hany Axel Tischer, if I want to level up the series. I mean, these two, these two shows, like the Bremen one in particular, um, like there was sound problems all night, like a lot of fences. Have you seen um this would be this would be dating me horribly way back when the Chikara video with um where the sound system just stopped dead in the middle of an entrance and like maybe five, ten seconds and you hear Larry Sween just cackling like a madman. Uh no, I didn't see that, but uh... So basically <laughs> I mean that Chikara thing's from like from years and years ago, but basically the sound system in Bremen with all due respect, was for drizzling shits, like the 
video was fine, but the sound, like, it would cut in and out for people's sentences, it would you know, straight up just restart, and, like, it just, it, it wasn't good. Um, yeah. I mean, the show itself, like I say, wasn't too bad, but it was the kind of event where I think this has just been a wheel of wrestling, not make tape. Nobody said anything, but just because it made tape and you had all this stuff, you'll make yeah. records. It's yeah. more, under more scrutiny. Yeah. Hamburg, um, I think this one was cursed because you know, it was AEW All In weekend. Um, I mean, just from people we saw for Copper Box, you know, there have been a lot of people who may have done that Hamburg show already in England. I think we said it was about 300 people there, which when you think, you know, the market hall's about 700 capacity, that's not great, but, um, you know, I think this was announced before uh, AEW announced, or at least the dates were booked before AEW announced Wembley. So, yeah, it's not, not just uh, promotions over here that were struggling against other competition, but yeah, I think out, out of the Hamburg card, um, Tahani Tisha, maybe I've only really need yeah. to go and see. Uh, then the Newcastle show that dropped today review just went up on backbodydrop.com literally about five, ten minutes before we hit record on this. Um, not going to go over the results, but too much, so I think you really need to go off your way to see a uh, crash board against the French doors if wanting because I strongly suspect it'll be one of the last French door matches you'll see for a long while. And Leon Slater, Peter Tahani, main event, uh, about cracker. 20 minutes, but it's an absolute <laughs> cracker. Which, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm hoping I know Murph um, Post got that British Jacob late this year, it's what next month, in fact, got yeah. years flying by. And I know Rev Pro were looking to bring Tahani over, so. I'm crossing everything I can get, not get off rights or anything like that, but um, no, if it, that can be redone somewhere in the UK. Yeah. Oh, heck, even we do it over Carrot Weekend or something like that, but yeah, absolute crack of a match. And you know, again, you know, Leon's 18, 19, so not, not that much older. So yeah, it's not going to like, this, anything like this can be one and done. You can save us plenty of times through the years and all the better for it. But um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, just a hand wave, I guess, for the August shows. I guess best way to compare them to like preseason. You, know, you yeah. had a lot of big names missing. You know, they weren't exactly must-see. You had some good moments, but yeah, they were what they were, unfortunately. Yeah, and I think um, the heading into Tag Fest, it's always a bit of a... There's a bit of a gap between... Um, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but matches that matter <laughs> and then Tag Fest. Obviously, last year we had Shortcut, um, and then there was nothing until Vienna, which was a week before, which didn't even make tape. Yeah, which I was at, um, and and then it was um, and then it was Tagfest. So there was basically pretty much no matches of any real consequence for nearly two months, really, um, possibly even more than two months. So I think what what didn't doesn't help Tag League this year, and we'll get into it. The format did not, no, didn't seem locked down. I think a lot of what's going on around this weekend, it's only recently just been locked down. I mean, we'll go through the cards in a bit. Um, but like, you had a lot of names for just, I mean, November Tal was advertised as eight woman tournament. Yeah. And you no, know, now it's four women semis and final, which, no, great, I suppose, but at the same, same time, you know, there's a few bits of weirdness, but we'll get on to that. But, um, no, I'm going to skip the music stuff because, say, we've got a fair amount, but, International-wise, a few surprises in the usual slate names we follow. Um, yeah. Oscar Loiber, still with New Japan, still seeing the lights. Um, I guess, I don't know if this is, not plans change territory, but um, was booked to be facing uh, Satoshi Kojima at the start of the uh, current road to destruction tour. Um, 
Zack Sabre Jr. had a match with uh, Bolton Oleg on night one. What was going to, he got in, uh, Bolton got injured. They swapped that around and then afterwards they pretty much unbooked uh, Oscar so he could do Kojima and Sabre on night two of the tour. Um, Kojima got his match with uh, Oscar yesterday, in fact, in Hiroshima, beating him. So um, pretty much as you expect, I guess. Uh, Igor Blanc wrapped up his two in Japan for winning and loss. Um, of course, appeared in North this past weekend. North XWXW show that was his first match back under the XWXW banner. Uh, two names I don't think any of us expected. I think when you messaged me um, the Instagram post, Baby Allison at the Ice Open Dojo in Saitama earlier this month um, and debuted from yesterday, uh, losing effort with Kyuhi against Totoro Suzuki and Yuri, which... And hey, if it's only there for a week, 10 days, no, it's not getting my kind of training in. But even just a day or two, it's better than doing now, I guess. Um, and Maggot, you know, where Baby Allison goes, Maggot's usually not that far behind, uh, was over in Japan. He wrestled for Sportiva Entertainment on Wednesday gone, September 13th. Uh, teamed with Kenta Kasugi in a losing effort against Shikahiro Iwie and Joji Otani in Nagoya. So, there's two names. Wednesday Curry Pro Wrestling or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's someone like I know um, WrestleNomics, they do the monthly uh, you know, promotion. These wrestlers have wrestled the most and had the most matches all year. Like, I keep seeing the Sportiva. Sportiva is like one of those promotions which I think someone told me it's like it's effectively Iria's promotion. I don't know how much that's true, whether it's his home in terms of you know, that's where it'll be kind of thing. Because like, so during the pandemic of this, this company, um, Allegra, I think it was based in Osaka. Like they, yeah. they got fame because they run pretty much every single night for week on YouTube. I mean, they no longer run because guess what? That stuff's expensive, and you know, <laughs> on YouTube, you know, YouTube ad revenue for that kind of stuff ain't great to begin with. And also, when you infect half your roster alleged with COVID and piss them off, that's another thing that'll not help in your favor. But yeah, they're one of those who you go on cage match, you'll see them. Them and Ice Ribbon, but not that kind of level of Japanese promotion. We'll see them pop every week, but yeah, a couple of names that we're way more familiar with popping up, and you know, you'd guess maybe when the WXW schedules clear a bit more, might be back over in a lot longer than a week. Yeah, and two more names who you know we've already covered are going to be in Japan for a little bit longer, and that is uh, Geneva Beast and uh, Tempest and Leighton Buzzard. And I've just realized I haven't updated uh, these results. So I think it's not, they're over short things. Um, LJ Cleary announced he's going to Noah soon. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of from Europe coming over, but just going through from like the end of August, like Leighton Buzzard, I mean, pretty much with Buzzard and Tempest have been, no, I would not, if we've been teaming up, if we've been the same match, we've been no tag team partners, which figures, but no, they're over to, I think they said the end of the year at least. Um, so, no, they're on pretty much every show they do, even the ones which are like mixed wrestling, no, normal wrestling slash deathmatch shows. So, you know, we're over, we're getting you know, plenty of reps in. And another name that I believe this is like a permanent relocation, Endokara's back in uh, Big Japan. This time seems permanently. So, yeah, seems to be a, I wouldn't quite call it an exodus, but definitely a lot more names you know, moving from Europe to Japan than even pre pandemic times. Yeah, um, and. Um... Yeah, they seem to be staying and getting booked quite strongly as well. So um, it's uh, yeah, it's a good opportunity for them. I think you know some. Unfortunately, I think the problem with someone like Endakara is that there's not really anybody 
there's not enough people in Europe who work the same sort of style as him. Um, I think things one of Andrew's other things well is it didn't seem like he I don't say exposure is the right word, but the kind of promotions he worked for, like this is not a knock on any of the, no, any of these promotions I'm going to name. Like in the UK, for instance, was like mainly was it what, Wrestling Island was the main yeah. one he'd work with. Um, awesome click. Sovereign Pro, didn't he work for? So, Sovereign Pro, that's something. Wrestling Island, that was um, Alice Inc. was the main one she, who, from like this current scene, has gone there. But yeah, like Soft Pro booked him, and like I'm scrolling through the Carver's Cage match, obviously he there. And there is like very little in the UK. It's like, again, I know Brexit's really complicated things, but at the same time, it's like even pre-pandemic, pre and pre-Brexit, it, no, it wasn't exactly a name who was you not know, being brought up. Which I think when we looked in the past, or you know, maybe Kamikaze Pro 2019, LDN a little bit earlier, it's like we've made this complaint endlessly. It feels like in Britain, at least, the scouting leaves a lot to be desired. And we're seeing the same with names like, you know, end up relocating to Japan. You know, um, I guess to an extent, Vinny the Beast not maybe being used at all, not that much. You know, Maggot, he's pretty much only done progress. Babe Larson's only done progress. You know, Igor Blanc, not really done anything. Like, yeah, I guess Brexit, you know, money's worth a lot, but also we've seen a lot of these names moving, you know, further out to Japan rather than, you know, US or, you know, even the UK, selfishly. I think that says a lot. Well, and I think a lot of the midweek shows in in Britain have gone. Um, likewise, in well, in Europe they barely exist. I think, do they? So, I mean, if you if you you can go to Japan and like that's sort of maggots proven, you can go and work somewhere on a Wednesday evening. You can go work Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But I'm, um, I'm looking now on cage. I'm looking now on cage match, and like you're looking. Was it so? Uh, 10th September is last Sunday. You know, shows in Japan. Man. I'm not, we're not talking like New Japan, Noah, Old Japan, like quote-unquote indies. You know, um, Monday, you know, a couple of shows. Tuesday, a couple of shows. Wednesday, you know, said no spot either there. So pretty much every night of the week, if you're willing, I say willing to grind, but if you're able to get the bookings or get the connections, the show's going on. It yeah. may not be glamorous top-level stuff, but work's work, especially in wrestling. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. But, um, so, yeah, we've got a few more names to keep an eye on, but, um, so I guess with the news done before we do the Tag League preview, and, of course, we do the Shotgun vlog as well, so a few other bits and bobs announced. Um, so we're doing, we're doing the season ticket again starting next year, I think. So 2020 was last year, when obviously the pandemic hit, and, you know, that yeah. kind of thrown up in the air. Uh, but that means we do have a lot of dates for 2024, uh, so marked on Hamburg, there's three shows on May season ticket. That'd be February 9th, uh, May 17th, and November 27th. Yep. And just looking at those, uh, so you're probably looking the uh, marked on shows. Well, probably what uh, Dead End again, and then yep. Two Wheel of Wrestling tends to be what they what they get there. Um, Bash Captain Frankfurt gets March 23rd, so that'll be probably like. 16-carat Gold Avengers we've taken to call it. Uh, July 20th, which I guess would be Wheel of Wrestling. And November 9th, which on this year's slate is Broken Rules. And then Oberhausen, of course, getting a lot. Uh, January 20th, June 8th, August 10th, October 4th, 5th, 6th, and December 21st. So, Back to Roots kind of gives away, you know, January 20th. 
uh, August 10 you'd expect would be shortcut, uh, the anniversary you'd expect to be December 21st, or October 4, 5, 6, that kind of tells you Tag Festival, whatever the autumn festival is, will be those dates. Um, Carried, of course, we know it's March 8, 9, and 10 isn't in your upper house and season ticket because tickets already been on sale and they can't guarantee you know, front row season tickets because I think front rows are more already gone for Carrot next year. The, the um, only thing I um, sorry, just what I do want to raise is um, for Tag Fest in or whatever the Autumn Festival is, is that um, Unity Day is on the Thursday, uh, Thursday the 3rd, 2020. Oh, you've got to remember, so, that was a few years back we had one as well. Yeah. You know, mm. So potentially that, 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 that um, that Thursday, which would likely be the inner circle, could be quite quiet. <laughs> yep. I mean, at least yeah. the trains to Gelsenkirchen, no, it's a lot more mainstream yeah. than, uh, no, it's all right, not. And I remember that wasn't too bad, but yeah, no, have to yeah. Play, obviously we're more than a year out, but yeah, that's a big spanner for all the works, especially for exactly. folks who want to take in, you know, inner circle. But, um, so, if you want to mark your counts for 2024, you know, start planning ahead, there you go. There's, no, I'd say pretty only big shows, really, because I think the June one, Broken Rules, I think, is usually around that slate. Broken yeah. Rules are planned, depend, I mean, they've been really fast and loose of the, not most of the smaller shows, anyway. So, um, so what we see for next year. Um, someone coming over to Germany very soon is Akana Fujita. So, she's going to be over in Germany for the best part of the month. Uh, appearing on uh, the 21st of October in Bielefeld and ending uh, six shows later in Broken News and Frankfurt on November 11th. Uh, she used to be a stalwart, nice ribbon. She's been wrestling about 10 years and this will be her first tour of Europe. So I think this was another one of those, um, I would say, Irie aided tours, but one of those Irie you know, smashed open the door and you know, so if we're doing the shows and we've got the roster space, why not? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. I, I, Iria is never going to recommend somebody who's rubbish. <laughs> and I think likewise, you know, Iria probably holds a lot of weight back home and probably can say, you know, you need to get over there for a month or so. And yep. yeah, mutually saw, beneficial to everybody. We saw, um, I think you mentioned as well, you know, this is Minolta Kohai Koster. Yeah, he's he's, back uh, he's coming over. So again, that's a talent pipeline. Yep. I'm not saying no, even it's just like opening match, you know, like he did in his first run with um was it Anil Marek with um I am blanking horribly here. You know, but you know, that kind of level of yep. uh, wrestling where it's not not from the main event spots because everyone's you know, I mean you throw in someone who's in for a month and put them in a title petition, you're not gonna have I mean, I'm probably cursing everything right now here, but you're probably not gonna have uh Fujita win the women's title and take it back to Japan because Right now, that's probably not you. It's going to cost a lot more to bring someone back from Japan, even if you do the title change there. Yeah, Whereas, exactly. you no, know, if you have them against you know, your Ilya Blooms, your no, your uh, Anil Marek, so you, even you, I'll say, your taste, but not that kind of level, it's you no, know, you know, it's on the job training kind of thing, exactly. Exactly. Um, speaking of on the job training, I don't know if you saw the World Tag Fest preview show that actually put up on well, it's live on Friday uh, but looks like Sebastian Hackle's going to be back in the roster soon uh, so they had him on like to talk about his shortcut for top uh, experience and he's about oh no I've cleared my schedule uh, Axel Tischer joined in and it you know, got a bit heated of course just wrestling 
Um, Tisha wanted to match with uh, Hackle, but clashed with you know, pre-existing stuff with WWE. Uh, Hackle's apparently uh, said he'd be available for shows in Frankfurt and Hamburg. That's what November eleventh uh, and eighteenth, I believe. Yeah, eleventh and eighteenth. Yep. So all I'll say is, you no, know, obviously we didn't say this, but the fact that having Tisha do this, that's kind of point to maybe Hackle and Tisha at the anniversary show, maybe. Yeah, and that's the sort of match I think it will probably get a bit of a. That'll get like a bit of newspaper coverage, I feel, doesn't it? I don't know if that says that to you, but it'll, uh, you know, Hackman is obviously a known known commodity in terms of the world of uh, the world of sort of WWE wrestling, and you know, Axman off a run a couple of years back known for it so i think that's probably why they're working each other isn't it i mean the only thing i'm a little bit unhappy so is a bit strong i wish they could have delayed the kickoff of this until after the Bertie Harney match because now you've got that out of if you no know, tisha loses oh well he's distracted by you know messing around with hackles like well you know could you not have done this like same the final day of the weekend you no know, get the verbal barbs in but I no, I guess it's it's a very minor thing, you know. I'm, I love to nitpick, but it's like, really, you no, know, you start in one storyline when you've once, you know, just about to finish. I don't know, but um, yeah. Yeah, see how it mean, hey, it's not gonna be as contentious as build last year for the anniversary weekend, for the anniversary show to, to say the least. Um, some other shows have been announced. Uh, I think again, it's announced this afternoon. Uh, four Academy shows called Wednesday Heat. I mean, be hot any day of the week. We'll find out on Tuesday, but um, <laughs> on Thursday even. But uh, October fourth, October eighteenth, November first, and November fifteenth at Gelsenkirchen Academy. Um, I, was, I mean, I was thinking earlier this week, like, and I know this is probably a remember when, but can you remember? It's about maybe a bit late from this time last year. They announced that slate of you know every month we're doing stuff at the academy. Like yeah. every month would be you know, um, fight forever stuff. That quickly fell by the wayside and. I think we said this is no pre-sales, literally turn up, pay on the day. Um, so, I mean, this would be the first, I guess, proper Academy shows in... Ooh. I mean, I know that we've done a there few There's a few in summer, shows. yeah. I, mean, I, I think there's one uh, just last week you know, when we... Um, uh, you know, when the guys were in Newcastle for the North Show, you know, we did like a, uh, a Familian Fest um, you know, in Gelsenkirchen where they had the ring back where we did... For the uh, CZW uh, guys, um, we did um, in Marv in Hagenbush. That one was another live event. There's a lot of you know, academy guys plus whoever. But I think really since you know, if you don't count the GCW stuff, really you know, first proper show since May, which yeah, you know, I don't know if that just speaks to. You know, I mean, to be fair, they have been trying to weave some stuff from the academy shows. To the main roster, which you know we'll touch on the shotgun stuff, but I think you know it's maybe one of the things we could probably you know probably would want to settle down as we you know, move towards twenty twenty four. Well, they, they, this this is something they are saying they're trialing it, aren't they? Um, so it's they're trying to see whether these are successful. And I mean, they did a Wednesday show a few weeks back, didn't they? In uh, that other town, I can't remember where it was, but um, uh, the Marl show the, that was like yeah, Marl. That's it. Um, yeah, they're, they're trialing it. I think every every other week, uh, every other Wednesday. Um, 
and I think the intention of it is that it's people who are training in the academy. They, it's a incentive that you know if they really step up in training, they'll be able to get in the, the events. That appeared, that was the quote from um, uh, Coach Dry School. Yeah, it gives an incentive to to sort of step it up. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting format. Uh, I, I mean, if it if it's if it's still around in March, does it mean that Parrot becomes five days long? Uh, <laughs> I know people. That, I know. Um, oh God, was it? Uh, well, I, was joke, I, I jokingly said to Rotation, "Does that uh, a few weeks back when they announced the Mull Show, where I said, you know, oh, can we do a seven day carrot?" And he went, mm, "Maybe." Uh, so, well, I know Felix has been. If I have to start about... flying on Wednesday, then that. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you Felix do already. Was... To be fair, so. and be, and that's more of a news to getting in early. But I know Felix was joking about. Um, well, absolutely wrong word, but comparing this upcoming weekend to WrestleMania weekend. Um, I mean, if you start out an academy in a circle, you know, maybe other promotions outside of the, you know, direction now and friends stuff that carries on being a thing. But, um, but you no, know, maybe this is me holding on to that one thing we've been speaking of, it feels like all year, but these academy shows ain't making tape. And I noticed on, at least for Marl's show, uh, Patrick Bork was part of that lineup. It's reps for the GMC guys if they are indeed aiming for Amboss versus GMC at uh, Back to the Roots. Yeah, it's more opportunities, isn't it? So, anyway, so um, speaking of, we mentioned you know, we're doing the Wheel of Wrestling wildcard edition again. Uh, that's going to be part of a card weekend. Um, I don't know if that's going to be as well as instead of um, was, was it last year we did two Wheel of Wrestling but we did Ambition, we did Wheel of, the Wheel of Wrestling on the Sunday, and it was very directly now on Friends, so I don't know whether this is replacing one of those. Uh, um, Carrot this year had um, Ambition, the um, wild card show. No, it didn't have a wild card, did it? No, so it was no, Ambition, it was and and ambition Showcase, uh, Wheel of and Wrestling... Yeah. And then, yeah, so, yeah, be interested to see whether they try and sneak in another show. I mean, they did this uh, tag league last year and, I mean, worked pretty well. But, again, the main issue, I think, we flagged for time was, like, the showcase show where you've got a lot of names who, you know, are new to everyone. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, you've got, you've got a lot of names there of, like, was it last year, uh, Jade Newman, who's coming out called part from those who... Know, watch that part, that part of American Indies. Um, you know, LJ Cleary, who outside of his music was pretty called as his sort of fan. And it's that whole kind of thing of, you know, everyone's going to get 10, 15 minutes to try and connect. And if it works, they get brought back. Um, I mean, it's a good idea to get a lot of names you wouldn't expect on these shows, but you just have to see who applies and who's actually picked because, yeah, it'll be the kind of thing you know, where you, you want to see names that aren't for norm, but at the same point, you know, the names that I see from watching it is be a lot different from the names you see. Be a lot different from the people who only watch, you know, even just watch WWE and come to WXW because they saw Hackman wrestling at anniversary weekend. So, yeah. so it's you no know, landscape's different for everyone. I think it's the case of you know, do you try and appeal to the nerds like me and you, or do you? you know, and I guess this is the constant problem. I guess we have is. No, you can't have you no know, keep some same stuff up, but at the same point, not everything's going to land. Yeah, and there was some things. There were some things on the um, sort of and the I think the and friends format is done now. 
Um, so with that in mind, you kind of that needed to change, and I think there's going to be elements from the end friends which will come back, but um, it's it's just there were some things which were very very badly received uh, in March, and I think they kind of want to avoid that really if they can if they can. Um, I mean, I suppose there's nothing like there's nothing that would stop them from doing a hey, man, I know nothing, so don't read anything into this. But there's nothing it, stopping them from going hey. Well, was, yeah, there's nothing stopping them from going, hey, um, you know, the wildcard show, we've got, if he's still champion at the time, Leon Slater, and yep. his opponent is, I'll, I'll say it, they, um, on the North show, they had Robert Dreisk and Rory Coyle, and yep. at the end, they pretty much set up, you know, a rematch, you know, with, uh, under hardcore slash weapons rules, so there's nothing stopping them from doing the wildcard thing. Okay, you probably wouldn't want Robert Dreisk as world champion, on that kind of show, that kind of spot, unless they build it up some. But you know, there's nothing stopping you from saying he's from North Champion Leon Slater and his opponent, also from North dot dot dot. That kind of stuff. So I, I think the thing with the the thing with that. Sorry, we're getting a bit off kilter, but I think the problem I had with the Anne Friends show is that it was just always showcasing the matches, and they were in a completely dead bubble. They were in their own bubble, and for me, it should have always been um, his. Body slams, easy lovers. They're going. They're taking on um, uh, from APC. We got Kuro and um, Tiago Montero, and it should have been like them two taking on each other. And it's body slam versus APC. You've got yeah. action wrestling versus progress wrestling, ICW versus um, pro wrestling Österreich or something like. That. And you, it was never. It was never that. And I think that was what it always needed to be. Yeah, and I think, I mean, again, like, I understand the whole concept of the offer match, and we'll move on from this very quickly, but the problem, and it's the problem I always have when I see, you not know, like, the first reverse show, I mean, this wasn't a version, but, like, co-promoted show, is, you know, when they put forward a title match, it is exceptionally rare for titles to change, and, you know, it's the kind of thing where people will go, well... Who was it last year? Was it um, Bodies or did the Bacon tag title? So, I mean, that's obviously an exception, but it's very rare to get a title change because, one, like, say, WrestleCon, they had uh, Dries over, I believe, was it last year as yeah. their champion. They weren't going to change the title because, you know, even if they could say, yeah, you know, title change happened in, you know, in Germany, great. But you've now potentially upset your home fans who may not want to go over to Germany to watch, you know, one showing the costs associated with it. Even though yeah. you know, your big title change, I mean, I think, I mean, see what, what, how it shakes down, but you know, if I guess the words will do with double X renowned friends stuff again, yeah, a vert, no, and even like a form of like just, yeah, like say one promotion versus another, politically, I know being absolute ball ache, but you know, it could also be a lot more spicier than the you know, promotion yeah. most people haven't seen. I mean, you know, the whole get, get over, get over, wash and repeat as we were. I mean, the match we won this year with um, was a passion pro, yeah. Oh, body slam, uh, body slam. How was it? Um, the match announced because someone couldn't make the show had a substitute on the day and it caught everyone on the hop, yeah. So, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But, um, and before we move on to the previews, uh, stuff from all shotgun vlogs, um, building uh, seeds being planted, uh, Ilya Blue Manuel Marek. Uh, Bloom Cost B Tristan Archer over in as I scroll up. 
um, over in Hamburg. So, you know, possible Chelsea there, really Bloom getting wins with Marek Kant. Um, the key to Christmas attacked in Hamburg before the match with Rottenflot against uh, Rambo and Metahan. Because uh, Rottenflot qualified for World Tag Festival, as you'll see. They're blaming Amboss on uh, Nikita being attacked. Uh, looks like we're going to have a new manager in Durex to be Robin Christopher Forverk, which I don't know if that's his real name, but um, it wasn't Christopher Robin Winnie the Pooh? Yes, that was. <laughs> Here he is, for God's sake. <laughs> yes, he needs to get with him. Um, but yeah, uh, Robin Christopher Forverk, he's getting this new group, High Performer Limited, which work my name there, pal, but uh, Maggot, Baby Alice, and Tristan Archer and Sens of Alto um, all approached, and most of them just laughed him off, so not a good start, but um, you know, you've got to start somewhere, I guess. Uh, Fast yeah. Time Moodle, getting a match at Tag Festival, we'll cover this in a bit, um, just fed up not performing to the same level as he in directly he does elsewhere. Um, he's going to get chopped to shit by Luke Jacobs, and I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> Abe Everett challenged Devlin McCarp to a women's uh, title match, but uh, Devlin's GWF women's title match, uh, women's title is as well, if I'm for child, I think this recovers deeper port and mature, I think um, is a phrase someone used years back. Yeah. Uh, but Ava's recent history in title for title matches ain't great, so yeah. But it, they also announced in the vlogs that uh, Femvertal's a formatum, which we'll cover in a second. Uh, we're also doing Dover Nicholas the final arrow on night one of Tag Festival, which is a pretty quick payoff to those blokes coming out in the old arrows uh, entrance jackets, but hey ho. Um, and then World Tag Festival itself, uh, Amboss told can't use the free bird, free bird rule, uh, so we picked uh, Robert Dreisker and Lawrence Roman to be the team for the tournament, and we'll go on in a second, but uh, Tag Festival is now going to be a 12-team knockout tournament as opposed to round-robin blocks, which, to be honest, probably for the best, because, you know, there's only so much you can do with two four-man blocks, you know, you either do, you know, both blocks being won before the final day, or, you know, you can only get to the final day drama a certain way before it gets a little bit too predictable, yeah. I guess. But but so that was the shotgun vlogs. Um, I guess you know coming up this week we've got of course World Tag Team Festival. Um, in a circle, just one match announced. Uh, that's Thursday, September twenty first, uh, six thirty door, seven pm bell time in Gelsenkirchen. Uh, Psycho Mike and Jacob Crane's the only thing announced. Um, yeah, and I think we've said that's the only thing we are going to announce. So. Yeah, um, I know Jacob had 16 body slams in March. I um, don't know how many body slams he got for tag team, but yeah, he's going to be getting body slammed a lot on Thursday, I feel. Yeah, we need to. there needs to be a a, a sort of an over-under bet going on for body slams that we can... I'm not counting most. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, definitely. That'd be great. But uh, then Friday... I mean, I think the things have been a circle. Like, the last few have been mystery cards going in. You know, for better or for worse. And I think right now, no, we're not saying who's going because, you know, people be flying and we don't know the plans. I mean, I mean, hey, if you get there early enough, you'll probably see some of the cards spoiled. I think as I have done the last few times, seeing people uh, rock up. But, um, yeah, and I think as well, the, like, just in general forecast, like, so like 19, 20 degrees the, you know, over that weekend. Um, it's definitely going to be short swept in that room. I'm just glad um, Inner Circle is this week and not three or four weeks ago. Uh, oh, fuck, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't do well in the heat the best of times. Um, yeah, it, like, I, again, I don't think they might move out that show and put it, you know, on the, um, of the concourse bit. I don't know if, if that's possible or not, but, uh, yeah, I, not, I mean, we did that for the GCW, uh, the CZW show, we did that for the kids thing last weekend. Um, yeah, it's something they are going to have to have a look at, maybe look at doing this, but again, you know, the uh, GMC Fight Club, they do, you know, this was the last time we ever did was at um, kickboxing classes. You know, you walk and pass from the padded mats. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's the kind of thing you can have to be a bit careful of doing either way, but, um, so yeah. We won uh, World Tag Team Festival, kicks off Friday, and you know, just they announced the first round match, so you know, I'm not going to ask for predictions or anything like that, but uh, Ambos, that's Dreisker and uh, Lawrence Roman against Lost Vipers of Ares and Latigo. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... You know, I guess this thing, with it being a round-robin tournament, there's going to be a lot of matches you ain't going to see. Whereas at least last year was a case of, well, well, if win the block, we might get this. So I think it depends on the pairings, and they haven't. I think it's going to be like characters are not going to be bracketed. So it'll be a case of you win, it's a blind draw for night two, which Who works comes for characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, no, maybe a bit of Clash of Styles. I mean, no, Ares and Lashley go being over in uh, Liverpool right now for uh, GCW. No. They, they've not been a regular tag team. I think this weekend they've tagged more. I have in the past 12 months, so yeah, lost five, this will be a regular thing this rate, but it should be looking good, but I do get the impression that, you know, Amos' whole thing of, we're going to you know, reclaim every belt, I can't even go on out in round one, uh, but you know, nah. who knows? Um, next, we've got Renegades, that's Shikiru Irie and Mizuki Watase against the French Door Sens of Alto and Igel Blanc. Now, Newcastle show they put up this afternoon was the first time the French Doors had teamed since May. Yeah. Um, and was, you know, you've seen the shows, you know, Senza flips people off. If he loses, he'll offer a handshake if he wins. Um, may not be in this match, but I don't think we leave next weekend for French Doors still attacking. Or even with Senza Volta. I'd be very surprised if he still was, yeah. I'd be very surprised if uh, Volta was still with him, yeah. Um, obviously, the the demeanour's completely changed. Um, and he's selling yeah. t-shirts with a new name on as well, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> point on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so no, keep an eye on that. Maybe Friday, maybe later in the weekend. But yeah, so that's definitely a case of when, not if. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got Y2Qt. That's the pairing of Becca and Aaron Rock. Debuting against Jörn Simmons and Lavaniel, who are going under the name of Massive Love and... Was it 2018? Uh, the last time Yearn was in Tag Festival under the team name Massive something or other. That didn't yep. end well for his partner. Yeah, the old massive product, wasn't it? Um, yeah, uh, it's a shame we don't we don't we don't uh, don't have a uh, a licensed music anymore because obviously they could have come out to um, who's the uh, who sings uh, Where Is My Mind. Oh, the God. Smiths? No, no, not the Smiths. Uh, the Pixies. The Pixies, obviously, they have Gigantic, the Big Big Love. They could have come out to uh, that. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's Simmons and Simmons Levanu. They've been, uh, obviously, been together quite happily for a long while. Um, I think uh, they've, yeah, they've been perfectly happy for a while. But as is these things, there's always a few uh, things. There's always a few... Uh, 
Spanners to be thrown in the works? I mean, do we get Dark Lavaniel? Uh. <laughs> of black head. I mean, I suppose for one thing, you no know, history of the Black Abuse taught us, Yearn doesn't play well with others for long. You know, no, whether exactly. it's Carson, whether it was he we can't name, maybe even now. We'll see. Um, I'm no, not going to do... Gregor. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to do predictions, but I don't know. Maybe we'll go for the distance, but I can see this one being more of a blow up than a success, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, it would be nice if he did so good win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, we've got Rotten Flot against Only Friends. So, like with tag festivals in years gone by, the titles aren't in line in every match. So, you don't get the stupid you no know, champions losing around you know, the first match and winning back back when it was round robin. But basically, uh, only friends have got to run the table to keep the belts. So I think the, this one they were, they were pushing was the broken rules last year where we did the uh, table match. And I vividly remember us questioning just what the bloody hell was that. I'm not talking about the could probably guns got in his leg from that match, but the playing that up, uh, you know, it's not been you know, the fairly recent past. Um, so yeah, Rotten Flot and Only Friends and the two regular Black teams up against each other in round one so yeah one's made making the second round that's for sure yeah it's a bit of, this could be a bit of a coupon buster I think this one um, it's uh, it uh, you uh, you kind of expect one of these one of these to go quite far in the tournament um, you'd like to think the champions will remain in for a bit longer but uh, yeah, it's, it could be same point. Rotten Flot only yeah. just come back. Do you knock them out in round one? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a this one's a it's a bit of a surprising first round, but it does obviously uh, give almost almost in a way. It's actually the champions have got the the hardest first round match because they're they're kind of the most established tag team and sort of on the on the individual roster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. especially as Bremen, you know. Rot um, only friends lost the belts, albeit briefly, you know, because Rotten Flood did the whole VAR gimmick. Um, so, it's, so it's not a case of, um, you know, it's absolutely not a case of, oh, they're coming on a good run of form. They're coming in, I would say, on some rather shaky form. Uh, no, Rotten Flood, um, only friends. And Rotten Flood have done somewhat well in the last few weeks, so. Now, see, we have, next up, we've got uh, second gear crew, Manders and Mance Warner, uh, against the astronauts. Um, yeah, the so second yeah. of the GCW contingent. Yeah. And what I will say is, maybe we've recorded today early, but um, so the astronauts, as we record, are the Big Japan Tag Team Champions. Uh, that's from Minoyabe and Takuya Nomura. They are wrestling for Big Japan Monday. Yep. And I'm going to have to translate because Google hasn't at Corken Hall for Big Japan, uh, defending the titles against uh, Kazumasa Yoshida and Daisuke Sakamoto, probably most famous, recently famous in Germany for devouring burgers before uh, 16 Coward Bold. Um, and yeah, it would not stun me if uh, Abe and Murad were coming to Germany without those titles, either physically or in, in name. Yeah, but they've also not been billing them as such, so... True, not, but again, yeah. it's all you know, the whole yeah. politics and all that. You know, do you want to have your champions over and losing the first round? I mean, in, I'll say this, I haven't had a chance to see as much of the astronauts as others who are going to have. Um, I've heard nothing but good things, so 
one by, of the best tag teams in the world. Yeah. By miles. So yeah. Second Gear Crew. I don't want to say over oh, GCW so we're not, but this I have a bad feeling this could be a bit of a style clash. I'm I'll be right if I'm proven wrong. Um but yeah, if this is one I have a bad feeling or if if things don't click well, this could be one which everyone's going, huh, I thought we were really good. But <laughs> yeah, we'll see we'll see next Friday night and I'll be prepared to eat a lot of humble pie. Um yeah. then wrapping up the first round, Hector and Dennis Stolnik against Mike and Psycho Mike. I think this pretty much gonna be the comedy um routine of the night. You know, Hector and you know, Dennis have been you know arguing on, on shotgun vlogs, never want to be a tag team, but They've somehow been winning matches and getting into it, so I guess that counts. Uh, Mags and Psycho Mike, you know, Maggot's the number one contender, Psycho Mike's the Smash champion. I guess if you want to play all, um, you know, how on earth does this work out politically, I wouldn't be shocked if they made it to the final, but not more than the decision. Uh, well, I think I think you could also have Hector and Dennis, you know, to, uh, you know, uh, stumble their way through a <laughs> way. I think equally, equally possible. I mean, it's more just a case of who, you no, know, which of those two loses. Or do you have Maggot lose, you no, know, month out from uh, six weeks out from his big title match? Again, it's me. I know it's me thinking way too much into this, but um, yeah, again, that's going to be the big comedy one. You know, it being Oberhausen, and it's going to be eaten up. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's, that that will be the that will be the general vibe I think. There's there's a say there's a there's a, there's a few there's a few matches on that first night which I feel will probably have more laughs than um, maybe like dreams and shouts. But it, yeah, I think including this one. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think all in all the first round there's there's some very very in, inspired well. Uh, maybe not inspired, but very. There's some very uh, left field uh, options. There's people who probably would have guaranteed matches against each other earlier. Um, but equally, I think uh, once you get into the second round, it's a bit more of a, lo- a lucky draw. That's when I think the more exciting matches will come in. But there's always say there's half. A, I think the Renegades match one is the Renegades French Doors match one's quite interesting. Um. I think uh, you know the astronaut second gear crew. I think that could. I think that obviously that's exciting uh, <laughs> for, for other reasons. Um, and yeah, I think there's there's just a lot of a uh, lot of uh, sort of question marks over a lot of it. It could be. I don't really have any fears of anything's going to be terrible, but um, oh, not not these no, lines. No, 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 exactly. And then the other match announced uh, the final hour Icarus against Over, so paying off the whole hours of hungry stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's been rushed. I mean, they, they kicked Stover out of Ambos was it back in June. Um, so yeah, you know, obviously Stover's not been around, so you can't really do much. So we've been doing by proxy, you know, through notes and you know, fellas in the hours of hungry entrance jacket. So I think this one, I have no idea how it's going to go. I could would not be surprised if this was bloody as a farewell. I mean, Ekdova's old nickname is for hardcore Hungarian. This day perhaps has been one to tell us all the time. So I would not be surprised if you know we got blood. Just for those who don't go to GCW, don't feel left out. <laughs> yeah, it's uh well, yeah, it it seems weird that you know this is that we've not seen 
Dover before this match. Um, he hadn't sort of come back on another one of the shows. It's a very odd. Not even through video or anything like that. It's literally yeah. just being the fellas in the old jackets and not. Then it's announced, yeah. Very you, you do what you can, but yeah, no, it's you no, know, this, this bit treatments for farewell, so see how it goes. But then, come straight after night one of Tag Festival, so it's what doors at 11 30, and then we show itself as a minute to midnight. Um, spoiler, it's going to start Saturday morning, you know, you know what wrestling's like with doors and uh, start times. Uh, but this is a uh, long live GCW, it's for sure, but isn't included in any ticket bundles for the Tag Festival weekend. Um, if I've saw earlier, the ticks are going pretty well for this. Like right now, you can get uh, rows four, four, and five, and standing only. So, you know, first three rows all sold out. Um, so, this was first for two cars from GCW. So, I'll go from bottom up. Uh, Manswan and Manders against Effie and Ali Catch. Uh, Jordan Oliver against Rotation. Ares against Shikahiro Irie. Dark Sheik against Becker. Gringo Loco against Leon Slater. Joy Janelle against Nick Gage, which. I no like GCW is over in since we're in Liverpool right now as we're recording. Nick Gage has been on those shows, and it feels like Nick Gage being over in Germany. Yeah. Granted, it's not twenty twenty three. Nick Gage, it got the buzz when it was announced, but that seems to have dissipated pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, so he's over his first match in Germany. What feels like forever for for many reasons. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd uh, taking on Rina Yamashita for the Ultraviolet Championship. And Peter Tahani challenging Blake Christian for the GCW world title. So, yeah, it, I mean, if you're into GCW, that looks a hell of a strong card. I know they, um, what was it, uh, Francesco Akira had originally been announced to take on Ares and quickly got pulled. Yeah. I don't know if that was a, was someone pointed out it was AAA against New Japan, which big political no-no, at least uh, from New Japan's side. Um, yeah, so that, that one got swapped out. But, yeah, I mean, what I would say, if it wasn't an extra ticket, I would absolutely be going to this one. I'll yeah, well, I, for two cards, but... I, I will be going to this one. Uh, I, I'm going to everything, as I always do. <laughs> uh, I've kind of felt that there was going to be something that... There would obviously be something that we would regret not being there for. Um, so, it's... it's yeah, just... Right now, I'm saying no to the fried one, but I could easily see me if they're doing, like, you know, the Arben Castle, whatever they call it. Or you know, if it's pay on the day... I could see myself you not know, talk myself into going to this one. Yeah. I mean, if only for Nick Gage, like he ain't gonna be back over. And okay, it may not be you know in his prime, but it's the kind of thing of you know when do you see him? When do you have a chance to see him? Let alone you no know, technically GCW's German debut. You can only debut once, you know. Yeah, um, and I don't ever see myself going to a GCW show <laughs> apart from here. So that's probably why there is the it's the. The appeal. This show appeals to me in that sort of sense. Yeah. Plus, um, you know, just I mean, not as I'm watching now. You know, I've got GCW Liverpool show on TV now. You know, Leon Slater against Gringo Local. That could be all kinds of nuts. You know, Gringo's you know good yeah. base. Leon flies around. That's you not know, going to be very special in its own right. Um, I'm just glad front row's gone because I would want to be nowhere near the ring if there's any glass or any of that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not anywhere I want to be close to. So. I mean, Christ, you see, you see people, normally, no, it's a showboat where normally you're in the States or in uh, New Jersey. There was one video I saw this not too, not too long ago where they had, like, you know, 
pane of glass propped up against something. And there's people like, you no, know, not diving under, but like diving to crouch near it to get a shot of a glass smash. Like, these weren't like professional photographers, I don't think. It's like, how many brain cells have you lost if that's where you want to be, you know, in the path of flying glass? But um, it's wrong, I guess. Um, so that's uh, midnight start, um, which means uh, Saturday be a fairly late start, uh, 1.30 p.m. doors, 2 p.m. bell time for Femme Vital. So <clears throat> this is the one they originally announced as an eight-woman tournament, now being slimmed down to four. Um, what it has meant is that uh, some people who were previously announced ain't in the tournament. Um, two semi-finals are called Matthews against Calypso and Hyan against Becker and all due respect to Becca, I'm so glad her songs are not catchy because if I get a freaking remake of Copper Box and Hardcore Country, I'm on the first plane home. <laughs> yeah, I, we're not getting that again. No. Uh, other matches announced, of course, you have the Fembertal final. Uh, we've also got Ava Everett, Devin McCabe, uh, WXW, and GDF Women's titles, uh, title for title. Uh, Baby Allison against Michelle Green. Um, Anita Vaughan and Eva Klasky against Charlie Morgan and Julie. So I think uh, Charlie and Julie were announced for the tournament. Well, they two have lost out. And uh, changed yesterday, changed on Friday, in fact. Um, Regina Rosendahl, she's facing Rina Yamashita. Uh, Alison was originally up uh, yeah, to defend the Broken John, I think she was meant to have been working for Beyond this past week. And yeah, that explains why she wasn't in the States. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, Broken Joel do that. But so that's um, no, 2 p.m. Saturday. So, in heck, even if um, GCW runs long, I mean, that's no, plenty of time to get no decent kit before the, before the show starts. Uh, World Tag Team Festival Night 2, of course, you're just going to have the semi finals. Um, no, it's no big no championship match unless they rush something after night one. Uh, so, the only spot showcase match you're going to get is Axel Tissue against Peach Tahani, the best of five series uh, finale. Um, then obviously the other semi-final match and usually a couple of things. I mean, if it's down to the final six teams, that's only three matches plus this, so only four on the card. You can have a few more things, you no know, padding this out for sure. Uh, then later on, doors 10.30pm, 11pm start time, GCW vs. The World. So if you've got the festival pass, this is the show you get. Um, again, from bottom up, we've got Robert Dreisker, Lawrence Roman, and Icarus against Manders, Manswan, and Dark Sheik. I am not saying their team name out loud. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Oliver against Latigo. So, again, this was another one. I think it was, that was originally, was it um, Akira again was against Latigo, and that was exactly the same thing. So, we've subbed in Jordan Oliver there. Uh, Iwi, Iwi against Troy Janella. Effie Catch against Magnus and Baby Allison. And then two title matches. You've got Axel Tissue against Blake Christian for the GCW World title. And Lou Nixon against uh, Rini Master for the Ultraviolet title, which, okay, I <laughs> yeah. don't... Yeah, I mean, and also Lou's from uh, Newcastle, I think. So, yeah, completely random, no left-field booking, but, yeah, if, you know, I'm sure that's the one where you're going to get all the, you know, the blood and the glass and what have you. And pity the folks for turbine all cleaning up after that. I'm sure there's, but they've had messier nights than this. <laughs> um, maybe not the cocktail we're going to get, but we'll see. Uh, then Sunday we've got Wheel of Wrestling 50. Uh, so doors 12:30, main show one. Um, they were only announced as we say Luke Jacobs against Fast Time Moodle for that, but 
I think it was at uh, Coward Weekend, they announced matches as the Second Night Tag Festival ended. So you'll get a few things there. Um, and then Sunday, the Tag Festival finale, doors to four, five o'clock bell time. Only thing announced, of course, is the freeway final for the tournament of the tag titles. Uh, yep. Francesco Key was also announced for show, but uh, no opponent. And I think after that, there'll be, yeah, everyone just absolutely cream cracked by the sound of it. Yeah, it's uh, there's just, it's just, it seems a lot more spread out, but it's because there's the night shows, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think if, if you're doing, geez, I mean, and this thing, like, you know, without going to too much detail, like, I'm not being, not, not too, not too well the last few weeks, but if you skip now GCW, this is probably the easiest festival to do. Like, you know, yeah. you've got in a circle, then you've got, you know, 24 hours before night one. Then, you know, Val Finch at what, 11 p.m.? Then you've got one thirty Saturday afternoon, so not, pl- not plenty of time to rest. And then, you know, if you skip GC on Saturday night, you've got, you know, 12.30 next day, you know, from, uh, I mean, they're doing do- doors at 10.30 on Saturday night. That means we're, uh, Tag Festival shows can be done 10. So you've got, you no know, large chunks where there's, you know, early finishes and, you know, late starts the next day. Um, if you're going to be doing with GCW, maybe a bit, you know, Bit pressure, but yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, Felix uh, Kollenberg saying this is you know the closest wrestling uh, he's done to like a WrestleMania weekend kind of thing. Um, and so yeah, it's you no, know, it's certainly the most variety we've had over the weekend, that's for sure. In yeah. terms of established names, yeah, and there's there's people who you may only end up seeing on one show or on the other, so. It's uh, you kind of feel if you want to get the complete, you need to see everything to get the complete sort of picture of the weekend, really. And as we speak, and the same got the GCW in Liverpool show on, and as you'd expect, they are hyping the hell out of a Janela Nick Gage match. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we'd be daft not to. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, again, it's not. This isn't a case of where you know, you know nobody knows Joey Janela. I mean. Even if you were kind of it, you know, watches nothing but WXW. Uh, Janela's uh, over only a few years back for that feud of Bobby Guns. Yeah, exactly. And he he's worked WXW, but he's he's big in the sort of he's big in Europe anyway. He's worked a lot in Britain. He's champion in bloody Belgium, isn't he at the moment? So uh, his body's all yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just doing a quick look with um, Janelle and Nick Gage. Uh, they've only had five prime matches. None beside the pandemic, so and no, yeah. again, Nick Gage, you know, he's not exactly wrestling every week. Um, I think it was his last match, okay, his last match was start of the month, but you know, he's only wrestling once, twice a month. And when you look at the number of pay per views GCW does, yeah, that's you no, know, not that often. Um, so yeah, I'd say, you know, probably the last time you see Nick Gage over, no, in a say, big time match. But definitely the first time you'll see Nick Gage over since um, November 2010. Back when we did the uh, Gorefest tournament with... Was that the one with uh, Dan Reed's promotion, Gorefest? What, XWA? Um, so I'm on cage, I must just say, oh, this with CZW, I think. No, Gorefest 2 is one of XWA. Um, yeah, for some reason, cage match only says... Um, Nordrhein Westfalen doesn't mention any venue. I mean, that's got to be the Steffi. Well, it could like be the like Tyson Essen. Um, I mean, literally. Out of Essen yet? 
because they got banned from Essen, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. It just seems weird how, like, everyone just says, you know, event at Steffi Norberhausen, but the Tundra Death Weekend is literally at Nordwine Westfall in Deutschland. like, you're picking the... Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll have a look and, you know, have a look. I mean, I think the Fridays will be sold a lot of Nick Gage stuff and, yeah, see how it goes, but... Uh, ch- checking off what's coming after Tag Festival, of course, you know, very little way cards. Um, October 7th in Magdeburg, they have announced uh, Baby Allison and Hyan Axel Titian Vastai Mudo. Um, October 21st, Wheel of Wrestling 51 in Bielefeld, no matches announced. October 27th in Limbach Oberfrohne, that's a non taped show. And just tell me if, you, if this um, doesn't sound right, Mike. October 28th, Wheel of Wrestling 53 in Dresden with Axel Titian Maggot. Up to fifty-two. Um, is oh yeah, something's gone <laughs> wrong there, isn't it? Yeah, like I'm just double checking to see if they've revised from numbers off. Absolutely, overhaul. Um, Magdeburg is still a live one. They have announced a few, but it's a world. Um. Then they're saying that's 51. Uh, Limbach Oberthorn on the 27th of October is Wheel of Wrestling Live, so they haven't numbered that. Uh, Dresden is still Wheel of Wrestling Live in 53, so I don't know if they're going to do like a... Um, I'll go off the call if the... Uh, no, um, when the odds and ends, the Zoo Garden, and they oh, just okay. call that Wheel of Wrestling 52, but yeah. I think someone may want to check the numbering on this, but um, yeah, so after a really quiet summer, this weekend and then October's packed, and of course, we've got the shows we mentioned in the Academy in Gelsenkirchen. So you're going you know, from really quite quiet last few weeks to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight shows in October. Things are heating up again. Yeah, there's a lot lot going, a uh, lot, lot, lot to go on. As I said, it always. It, the summer break always sort of leaves an opportunity for them to have to a little bit play a little bit of catch up, don't they? I think as well, it's that whole kind of thing of you know they have the um, the quiet spell, but yeah, it's it's the kind of thing really you not know, you know, they we needed to not we needed to not kind of rebound from. But uh, so so that is the World Tag Team Festival starting this. Uh, first if you count in a circle um mike will be doing all of it i'll probably do i will be doing at least most of it uh see what i feel like for the two uh gcw shows but yeah mike um guess we'll see you in germany and folks who are going along no don't there's that many of us coming off from uk and ireland for this particular one is there well yeah i think wembley paid to a lot of that wembley before. wembley yeah. kind of yeah. uh no cut that off a lot but um yeah you know We'll stand out like so from no doubt, um, at least in terms of accents. But Mike's Mike killed on Primature Effing on social media. Uh, me, it's at Ian Wrestling on Primature Effing, Big Back Body Drop on Twitter for the website, at Back Body Drop on Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, whatever the hell they announced before now and then. Uh, but Mike, yep, safe travels over, and I guess we'll see you in uh, Oberhausen on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, buzzing for it. Um, Tag Fest is always my favorite weekend of the year i prefer it to carrot always have done uh so yeah it's uh, i'm buzzing for it it does it seems like it's rushed 
rushed we're rushing towards it and it, it only feels like it was yesterday it was carrot so yeah really excited and that being said we'll be back i would guess uh, later in october once the shows have actually dropped on direct screen now i think that we're not going for the um you know the headache inducing turnaround before people get home uh turnaround they've been doing the past thing said in the circles coming on the tuesday afterwards so bit more of a brief release, but we'll be back once all the shows have dropped in on the will be now. Uh, say follow us on social media, catch us over in Germany if, you sit, if you're out there, and we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.